Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Hello again, everybody. Um, I say again because I recorded this episode earlier today, and it only recorded five minutes of my 45-minute rant. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait till Elliot gets home so that I can discuss this with him. Say hello, Elliot. Hello, Elliot. <laughs> um, today we're going to discuss Christmas movies. We're going to do something different. I want to make it lighthearted for this episode. So, um, yeah. So, first up, give me your top ten movies that you have to watch during the holiday season. I have a top ten myself, but uh, what are your top ten? Um, my top ten is probably going to be way different from yours. Um, That's Die fine. Hard. That's fine. Yep. Okay. Um. Um, let's see. I don't know if I can do 10. I, uh, a Wonderful Life. Okay. I love It's a Wonderful Life. Um, okay. A Christmas Story. Yeah. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay. I got to watch that. Um, mm-hmm. let's see. Um, nothing from the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, Scrooged. I love Scrooged. Okay. That's one of my favorites. Um, I, probably like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and the Grinch. Those mm-hmm. I really love. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not really movies, but they're they're seasons. They are. They're considered movies. They're considered movies. Uh, I'm at seven, right? Yep. Hmm. I can't think of three more because Christmas movies, as a as a rule, I mean, like the Santa Claus, yeah, just annoys me. Bad, even like movies like Bad Santa, I don't really like any of the modern Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. What about Elf? Um, Miracle on Miracle on Thirty Forty uh, Second Street, probably. Thirty fourth, yeah, Miracle, yeah, thirty fourth, yeah. Uh, I really like that one. You're two, two away. What about um, um, Frosty the Snowman? Probably Silent Night, Deadly Night. Okay. Because I like horror movies. Uh, yeah. Let me ask Google. Google, what is my favorite Christmas movie? And one more. I'm wondering if it's, what about Charlie Brown Christmas? Um, it's a little religious for the atheist in me. Okay. Okay. Um, let's do the Rotten Tomatoes list. Gremlins, maybe. Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Gremlins? Yeah, it is. It is. And we'll get into that discussion, too, because I have a yep. a question on Christmas. Not Christmas until Klaus, oh, what's his name, falls from the Nakatomi Plaza. I know. Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. 
We got one more left. Um, Elf. I love. I, I like Elf. Okay, I mentioned that earlier. I didn't know if that was one. Okay. So actually, our lists are pretty similar, to be honest with you. There's only a couple of differences. I My can't imagine 10, you being a part of Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah, that's not in it. Um, so mine is Home Alone, Die Hard, A Christmas Story, Christmas Vacation, Christmas Chronicles, Miracle on 34, Frosty, Rudolph, Charlie Brown, and The Grinch That Stole Christmas. Those are my top ten. Um, I do like the. So here's my question: Any movie that has Christmas in it is that considered a Christmas movie? Uh, no. Only if to me it's like science okay. fiction. Science fiction yeah. isn't science fiction unless story could not be told without science. Okay. Right. So they're at a Christmas a party point. in Die Hard. Mhm. Exactly. Okay. I was just it, about to say that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I think it is a Christmas movie. That that's just my personal thing. Mm-hmm. And he has Christmas um, wrapping uh, that holds his gun in the back on his back. Absolutely. That's, that's there, Christmas wrapping. There's like currently an argument going on now between people who are saying if if Die Hard is a Christmas movie, so is Batman Returns. And I don't argue the Christmas part. That. I argue, I totally argue Batman Returns being a movie. Yeah, a Christmas movie. Yeah, <laughs> well, I love it as a movie. Period. Not my favorite. Um, yeah, Gremlins I, I, is I, I, definitely I a Christmas movie because they play Christmas songs in it. Hello, it's all about Christmas. Um, Hang on, my is trying to help me. Would you go lay down? Go lay down. Get out of my peanut butter. Do not get a husky. I swear. There are never <laughs> husky. There are other movies that I'm wondering. Like you said, like Shazam has a whole Christmas sequence in it, but I wouldn't consider that a Christmas movie. No, I, I, I would not either because yeah. the thing about the thing about Die Hard as opposed to it is get away from there. A lot of stuff in it relates back to Christmas. They're having a Christmas yes. party. He uses the Christmas yes. wrapping, the decorations yes. factor in. Yep. And Shazam, the the whole thing takes place at a Christmas party. Literally. Yeah. Whereas all of Shazam does not even happen on the same day. So, what about Paul Blart? Paul Blart Mall Cop. I would also argue that that's not a movie. <laughs> Ouch. Um, well, people got paid for it. They're also saying Edward yeah. Scissorhands is a Christmas movie. Um, again, I'm going to say no because much like Me Shazam. It's not the whole mm-hmm. thing. Right. Um, right. This is a good one. This is one of my favorite movies. I need to add this as number 11 or make it part of number 10 or something. Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds. That movie is phenomenal. 
And it's definitely a Christmas movie. It's, the whole thing centers around Christmas. Is that one of your girl That's kissing that. movies? Uh, yes, it is. And it's okay. so great. And it's hilarious. It's not a romantic comedy. It's more just a straight comedy. It is so funny. I remember I saw it with my coworker when it came out. We laughed so hard. We, like... We're crying. It was the first time in my life I ever cried laughing. The very first time. And you know, it was also the first time I snorted laughing. That is one <laughs> of the funniest movies I have ever seen in my life. One of the funniest. I saw um, this ad come through my feed of all places on Facebook. My feed. Yep. And it was like a Hallmark yep. ad. And it was like, it was oh like uh, see the new Candace Cameron Burr movie. And uh, what Christmas oh needs is a little more love. And I'm like, no, what my Christmas needs is a lot less uh, uh, Candace Cameron Burr. Candace. The <laughs> least amount of Candace Cameron Burr that you can have is what I want my Christmas. Ouch. That kind of hurt. Um, <laughs> poor oh, I, 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 No, no. If you walk around spewing all of the Jesus homophobia that she does, you get what you deserve. Mm. She's not as bad as her brother. She keeps it a little bit because she knows it's going to mess with her paper. So she doesn't fully put it out there, but it's out there. So, yeah. I'm, Which I'm, is weird because her co-star on Fuller House, was op- he openly came out, played yep. Fernando. He came out. Mm-hmm. So if you hate gays, you hate him. Yep. So be careful with that, Cameron. Candace Cameron Bure. Um, so, and I'm sure that she probably did silent, and she did that love the sinner, hate the sin crap that makes me want to slap people. Oh my god. Okay. Um, so, sweetie, you are sinning when you judge someone else because you're not supposed to do that. Yep. Unless you're God. Yeah. Love the sinner. <clears throat> love the sinner, hate the sin. I I yeah. am. I am absolutely proud of, of, of who I am and what I do. I'm absolutely proud of being gay. Yep. Whatever. She, she's a mess. Um, I recently watched It's a Wonderful Life and Miracle on 34th Street Thanksgiving week. Um, the reason why I watched those, I haven't seen them ever. That was the first time I'd seen them. Wow. I did not appreciate It's a Wonderful Life. I felt it was so fucking depressing until the end. And it is. I was just like, oh, my God, this is horrible. How do people yep. watch this every year? And then the ending, I'm like, oh, oh, oh okay. Because we all know what's coming at the end. So Miracle uh, on 34th Street, I was like, all right, let, let, me, let, me, let me get with this. I'm hoping it's better than the last one. I loved it, and I yeah. will watch it every year now because it was just so uplifting. And some of the things I'm like, oh, okay, oh, a woman in the store, progressive for back then, okay. Like I, I love it. I loved it a lot. Um, I do have to um, get with my. Um, movies, because I've only watched one of the 11 movies that I just dated, and I have to start watching the rest of them. 
I did say on my last um, attempt at this show, on Christmas Day, I ha- only on Christmas Day, I can't do it before, I have to watch A Christmas Story and I have to watch Home Alone. I can't watch those movies before Christmas Day. It has to be on Christmas Day. I don't know why. It's just whatever. It's tradition. I, I, I don't have any movies that I have to watch on a specific day. Um, yeah. I, I, if I catch them on, and mm. honestly, Scrooged is mm-hmm. Scrooged and, and uh, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas, Christmas Vacation are the two yeah. that I, I are that I actually go out of my way to watch. The rest of them I'll yeah. watch if they're on, but those mm-hmm. two I look for every year. I love um, what's her name? Who plays the Sugar Plum Fairy? Sometimes oh, you Kane. have to. I love yeah. Carol King. She is, mm-hmm. she is to me like, like she uh, plays iconic the new role. Madeline Kahn. Well, the new or the old, I'm not sure. Remember her in um, Princess Bride? She was funny in that, and she was in it for three minutes. Like she was hilarious in that movie. I hilarious. fell in love with her. I fell in love with her when she was doing Taxi. She was Latka's wife. Yeah, yeah. And she's probably the only person in the universe that could have kept up with Andy with Andy um, Kaufman. So and she did. I never watched Taxi. Never. Never seen an episode of Taxi. I know my mom watched it, but I, I never seen it. Oh, it was, like, hysterically funny. Yeah. Also, I liked her in this movie, and you guys have to see it. She is hilarious. I'm telling you right now. It's called The Pacifier. It came out in, like, 2005 with Vin Diesel. I watch it on repeat with my niece. That is our movie. We watch that movie. Every time I see my niece, we watch this movie. It is so funny. And she's in it. Oh, she's so hilarious. Um, She is. She's funny everything. Everything she does, she's hilarious. Except when a stranger calls. She did a horror movie. She's creepy. And that movie... That movie, oh my God, the second movie creeped me out. I will never forget it. There was a scene in the second movie when a stranger calls back. So she plays a babysitter that's stalked by a man. In the second movie, the camera goes around her apartment because now she's a little bit older and it goes around the apartment, whatever. And then it pans back around the apartment where it just went. And you're like, what the fuck is it doing? And then all of a sudden... You're looking at the wall, and the boom, the wall has eyes. The creepy guy Ooh. painted himself to look like her wall. Painted, like, a bookshelf on himself. Painted all this. It was the, I'm getting chills talking about it. So creepy. That is the creepiest moment in horror movie history for me. Because, like, I was just I was just shocked to see it. I'm like, oh my god, he painted himself to look like the wall. And that's fucking creepy. Yep. I will never forget that scene. And I just jumped. I was like, oh god. And then after that, I'm like looking around my room, like touching my walls, you know, like making sure they're all walls. It was the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Oh She's my god. Hysterically scrooged. Sometimes you have to. Yeah, she is. You have to in your face to get that attention. You know, I've got a list here on my top ten. 
it's like in my top 20 because it's just so, and I think it's cool that within the past couple years, they made a film, uh, a Christmas classic movie. Like who does that? But mm, I don't know. Whatever. You have a list. I'm not Go a ahead. huge fan of Christmas movies. Yeah. These are supposed to be the 62 best. Miracle yeah, on 34. Yeah. The Preacher's Wife. The yep. Grinch. Yep. Um, the Christmas Chronicles, which I haven't seen. Wait. And the back Christmas to the Chronicles Grinch. Too? So what? I'll talk about that in a minute too. Uh, the Grinch, the animated, the very first animated movie, and the live action, amazing. The animated mm-hmm. film that came out a couple years ago, terrible. I, I or yeah. last year, terrible. Hated it. I, I fell asleep in it. Horrible, horrible movie. Christmas Chronicles one was amazing. Christmas Chronicles two was a waste of two hours of my life. It was mm-hmm. terrible. Do I'm I'm telling you right now, go on Netflix and watch the first one. You'll love it. You will love it. The second one you can pass by. Totally pass. Love by. actually. Uh, yeah, it's all right. Krampus, yay! There's actually a, a a Christmas movie that I love about these kids who actually find Santa Claus, and oh, okay, he kills them. He kills them, so it's awesome. Oh, um, Christmas fun. vacation. Yeah, yeah it's not classic. even an American. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a Norwegian film. It's British. really kind of cool. Oh, oh, oh. Christmas a vacation is a classic. Yes, Christmas vacation. A, her- a very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Were they just like desperate? What? <laughs> I think I remember um, seeing advertisements for that. Yeah. Uh, M- Mickey's Christmas Carol. The night before. Any of the Christmas Carol movies are amazing. Any of them. I loved all of them. Even the one with Vanessa Williams that was on uh, Lifetime. Love it. Love it. The Night Before with Seth Rogen is hilariously funny. I recommend everybody watch it. It is so funny. All right. Let me see what else we got going on here. Uh, let me get back to it. I was I was doing Husky Duty. Sorry. Um, okay. Home Alone. Yes. Frosty classic. the Snowman. Yes. Oh, the Best classy. Man Holiday. Yeah. Scrooged. Keep it moving. There you are. I love that movie. Santa Claus. I just, I really hate Never seen Allen. it. And it's on my list of movies I want to see this year. Black Christmas. Never seen it. I think I'm going to skip that one. one. It's a slasher movie. Yeah, it is. The Rep. The Rep is actually kind of fun. I hadn't really Such thought about that. An years. amazing. Okay, even though Kevin Spacey is in it, and I know that he's been canceled, that movie is so good. Dennis Leary is Dennis, hilarious. Dennis Leary. Judy Davis. Oh. It's Dennis amazing. Leary torturing uh, Spacey. So you know. Yeah. So everybody will love it. <laughs> Not torturing physically, but torturing like emotionally and verbally. It's. How do we explain the plot? Um, a guy breaks into these two people's everything. house on Christmas evening. And poses as their Oh, therapist. my God. <laughs> Black Christmas yes. stars Olivia Hussey, Care Dulla, 
Margot Kidder and John Saxon talk about Star Studded. Oh yeah, it just got remade, didn't it? No, Olivia Hussey hasn't done anything or Kirdola. And uh, Margot well, Kidder. I'm thinking about another. Is this the one where they're in college? There was a movie that just came out last year, something Christmas, where these girls were in a sorority and they started being killed. I don't know. Maybe that's not it. I'm not sure. Joyce Noel, which is a French movie. Yeah. That is French and German. Yeah, whatever. Happy Christmas. Anna Kendrick, it might Never. be good. Hmm. Anna Kendrick, though, she is way funnier than anybody gives her credit for. Agreed. Uh, the Muppet Show Christmas Carol. Yep, again. A Christmas, Christmas Horror Carol Story. Movie. Uh, what? <laughs> a Christmas yeah. Horror Story. I like that one. That's a Krampus movie. Never heard of it. Oh, okay. Red Snow movie. Never seen it. Um, White, White Christmas. Ne- I love that. Never that seen that nice either. Too. You should. That's being that's Bing Crosby and Danny Kay. And Rosemary Clooney. Freaking awesome. I know. And classic songs came out of that one movie. So many. Anna Anna and the Apocalypse, a zombie Christmas musical. Never heard of it. While you were sleeping. Ah, uh, so ben good. Santa. That's the movie that really put Sandra Bullock over the top. It was yeah. so good. And Bill Paxton is so freaking gorgeous. Or Bill Pullman. Pullman. So fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Mm. I love Bad Santa. I liked Bad Santa because I love Bernie Mac. Bernie was fun. Mm. I didn't like Bad Santa because of Billy Bob Thornton. And I felt like it's Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of him. The Man Who Invented Christmas, which has Christopher Plummer in it. The Man Who Invented Christmas. Sounds promising, but I think I'm going to pass on that one. Batman re- Returns. Again, not sure it's a movie. Exactly. I don't get Sucks. it. How how is that a how is that a Christmas movie? I mean the ice How is that a movie? It was does horrible. It was not. It was amazing. Shush. Keep going. The Bishop's Wife, which is Cary Grant, which is I haven't seen it in a long time, but it was really good. The Bishop's Happy Wife is uh, the the preacher's wife is basically a remake of The Bishop's Wife, I think. Uh, or maybe okay. that's the Demi Moore one. I don't know. Whatever. Go ahead. This one is The Happiest Christ- Christmas, and Stuart, it has hmm. Kristen Stewart in it, so. Never heard of it. Elf. Of course. Elf. Christmas uh, in Connecticut? Uh, yeah. I've heard of that Never one. That was Barbara Stanwyck. Oh, Christmas okay. in Connecticut is Barbara Stanwyck, it's, so it's pretty good. The original yeah. Christmas Carol that they did with um, Alistair Sim. Yeah. Una Conte de Noel, A Christmas Tale. I'm thinking it's a, it's a short black comedy about a chaotic family gathering with Catherine hmm. Deneuve. Oh. Gremlins? Yeah, of course. Trading Places. Oh, that's another one I'm not really sure I'd call a Christmas movie. Uh, better Watch I Out. Know. Never seen it. Tokyo Godfathers. That one's an anime. What? Oh. Oh. Tokyo a Christmas Godfathers. anime movie? What the freak? Yep. Okay. A Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. 
Interesting. This is Robert Downey Jr. Jr. movie. Yeah. Rare Exports. This is the one that I was telling you about with the kids who find Christmas. Oh, okay. On the eve of Christmas in northern Finland, an archaeological dig has just been has just unearthed a real Santa Claus. But he's not a good guy. Of course. I I loved I loved that film. It's really interesting. And it's really kind of cool. Um, a Christmas Story only made 21 on the list. Little Women, again, not a Christmas both movie. Both versions. I know. Both, both versions were good, but I don't understand how it's on the list. Edward Scissorhands. Okay. Again. It's because there aren't as many Christmas movies, if you would thought. Here's one called Claws. That's a, an animated. Oh, I'm going to skip that one. J- uh, Jingle Jangle. Never heard of it. Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Yes. Arthur Christmas by Ardman. Never heard of it. Were the people who did. Oh, and uh, these are James McAvoy and Hugh Laurie are in it. This is by the same people who oh. made Wallace and Comet. Oh. Die Hard. Yep. Remember the Night? Christmas movie. Which is Jimmy Stewart, I think. For, no, Fred McMurray. I wrote that down as a movie I want to see. Babes yeah. in Toyland. That one too. When mm-hmm. I this when I was a kid, Never this was that. my favorite movie and the very first movie that ever made me cry. Mm-hmm. And this movie meant so much to me all my life. When I lived in LA, we went to mm-hmm. um, Forest Lawn, and I stumbled upon. I wasn't even looking for it because it's just a plaque. I stumbled upon Stan Laurel's grave. And just the thought of him in Babes in Toyland, I fell on his grave and wept like a child. Aww. I love, I guess this is my number one Christmas movie. Nice. Um, Tangerine? Uh, never seen it. A working girl tears through Tinseltown on Christmas searching for the pimp who broke her heart. Yeah, that sounds like Uh-oh. a romantic comedy. Uh, okay. uh, Carol? Oh, that's about the lesbian. Yeah, okay. That's a Christmas movie? Meet Me in St. Louis. I, I put that down, too. Need to see that. Another Little Women. Yep. Both of them are good. A Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. One. Amazing. Shop Around the Corner. Holiday okay. Inn. Okay. Nope. The original Miracle on 34th, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, yep. and It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. So it's missing Just Friends. It's also missing another movie, which I kind of don't like, but whatever, The Holiday with Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz. Um, didn't care for that movie. I don't know why people love it. I didn't care for it. It also didn't say Polar Express, which is weird. Yeah. Um, you know, the, I mean, a lot of people... If Christmas movies go, people, that could be like a Christmas movie, but go ahead. You know, a lot of people did not like Polar Express because no. of the Uncanny Valley. Apparently, yeah. it flipped them out. It freaked them out because oh, it looked too real. I love the Polar Express, personally. 
I just didn't think the story sold me. I just didn't, I didn't care for it. Um, I am a huge fan of the guy who wrote the original book. So, uh, he yeah. also wrote Jumanji. Yep. And the mystery of Paris and Burdick, which is an awesome book. Nice. The Mysteries of Harris and Burdick is really cool because it's just a series of pictures with a caption and the children who read it have to tell the stories. Ah. Any movie that's not on that list that you wanted to include? Um, I said mine. I'm not really a Christmas movie person. Well, um, I'm going to say holiday. Christmas music, that's a completely different conversation. There's a lot yeah, of Christmas music true. that I like. True. Christmas is more of a music than a visual holiday for me. And I have, because I've worked it so long in retail, I have very, very particular opinions about what is a good holiday music and what is not. Um, but movies, like I said, there are only a few that I like, and, and and they tend to be towards the horror. Because Scrooge, if you watch it, there's a lot of horror in that. It is, yeah. It's really a a, a black comedy. It more so, yes, more so, yes. Um, there's one movie that I thought, and I know you're going to be like, oh my god. It's on Netflix, and it's called A Christmas Prince. It is so good. Like, of course, it follows the same formula as all the Hallmark and Hallmark and Netflix and Lifetime put out the same type of holiday movie. There's a simple formula to it. There's always a prince. Yeah. There's always a, a cook, either a prince or a princess. There's always somebody that's a baker. There's always a child. There's some weird-sounding town. There's, um, you have to wait two hours just for the two people to kiss. This whole thing. This movie is the novel. best of it. Yes, it is. It's, it's a mini romance novel within two hours. And I fall for it every time. But this one, A Christmas Prince, is just so good. Oh, my God. I loved it. All right. It's Here's definitely my in my top confession. 20. Mm-hmm. Here's my secret confession for you. I actually mm-hmm. like movies like Princess Bride and the Cinderella movies. Nice. Um, I I love. That. Um, that and that is the one. I'm I'm not a romance, you know, not into rom coms at all. But mm-hmm. I loved um, Ever After. I loved mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Princess Diaries, both of them. You love that? Um, the Princess Diaries. I'm oh, a yeah, huge yeah, yeah. Anne Hathaway fan. Huge Anne Hathaway fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't care what anybody else says. I will punch somebody in the throat. Um, mm-hmm. I like um, those silly kind of um, Into the Woods, one of my favorite musicals. Okay. So I I, I, I I like I still I love movies about girls who fall in love with princes. Mhm. And a lot of that is because my name 
my my dead name was Cindy, and my mm-hmm. whole life is called Cinderella. Aww. So I think there's just sort of something that was like dra- dragged into my brain about that. Mhm. Mhm. Oh, that's cute. Um, I was just looking online as you were talking. The biggest Christmas movie of all time. Try to guess what it is. And I mean, box office wise. Biggest movie of all time. Christmas movie of all time. You'll never guess. I don't know. I would, I would say A Wonderful Life just because it's been around so long. It would be the Grinch film that came out in 2018 that I hated. Oh. It made $511 million. The biggest Christmas movie of all time. I don't know how. I hated it. I felt like they added stuff that didn't need to be added. I felt like the Grinch was too nice. And I just, I hated the movie all the way around. Fell asleep in it. Never saw it again. I am surprised. And There's shocked. this wonderful thing that somebody, somebody said, the truth is, is the Grinch probably would have been nicer if it wasn't for his wasn't for the fact that there was always somebody singing about what a bastard he was. I know, right? True. Also, another movie that people like, seem to like, The Family Stone. God, I thought that movie was terrible. I have never that seen it. That was centered around Christmas every single year they got together. It was, I didn't like it, but apparently I'm the only person. Oh, Last Christmas, which came out last year which features George Michael's song. I have to see that movie as well. Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely on my, on my list. Um, let's see. So, wait, I have a question. Now that you mentioned your dead name, why wouldn't you use the name Christian or something that has... What made you choose Elliot? Um, I did not choose anything that started with a C because I have never, ever, ever been comfortable as a Cindy, ever. That name has okay. never, nothing about that ben name you. ever resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Um, it always, it was always, and it never resonated with anybody else. I was never a Cindy. Um, Cindy is somebody mm. cute, and I was never cute. I was always way too masculine for that. You know, Cindy's a, a cheerleader, a little girl with pigtails. And so there – and on top of that, I always wanted to be one of those people with a nickname. I always thought it was really cool. And when my parents named me, they gave me the two simplest names that they could think of so that nobody would ever give me a nickname. Um, so my name was Cindy Lee, L-E-E. Not even Cynthia? Nope. Cindy Lee. Okay. Because – my mother did not want anybody giving me a nickname because she picked mm-hmm. that name and she knew best. And okay. so it, it, there were always so many negative connotations with the whole thing. Um, yeah. I chose Elliot because my favorite poet is T.S. Eliot. And mm-hmm. that's why it's spelled E-L-I-O-T because it's spelled like his last name. And the middle name is yeah. Ash, it's Ashton because he wrote a poem called Ash Wednesday about transformation. Oh, there you go. So it's not from Ashton Kutcher? No. No. 
Okay. Absolutely not. And 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 it drives me crazy because eight months later, here comes Ellen Page and changes her name to Elliot Page. Being mean. And it's so but funny because the I spelling had, is different. I had like tw- I had like twelve friends in my inbox going, "She's copying you, man." And it was all my straight friends. It was not anybody. It was all, it was never anybody LGBT. That was hysterical. His spelling is totally different, though. He has one extra L than you. Mm -hmm. Now, here's here's another thing is that, um, going back to Christmas movies, when I was a kid, every year at Christmas, they would show The Wizard of Oz. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's a big Christmas huh? movie for me too, even though there's no Christmas in it. It was like the Not little Christmas present that the networks that the networks gave to the kids. And so that's sort of my because when I was a kid, children got five hours a week of television that was for them. Mm-hmm. And maybe a couple of hours in the afternoon. Everything else was for adults because there were only three channels. So mm-hmm. every year it was a big deal at Christmas time. And again, at Easter, they would block out this huge section of time to show something that was kid-friendly. And we were so hungry Mm -hmm. for kid-friendly television that it became a big deal. Hmm. I love that movie. Um, Oh, here's another, a couple other movies that we didn't mention. Office Christmas Party. Clearly has the name Christmas in it. Totally forgot about that. Um, Rocky Four. He challenges him to Drago to a fight on Christmas Day. Interesting. Um, Four Christmases. I forgot about that one. I didn't really like that movie though. Um. Less than zero? Oh, college freshman returns home at Christmas time. Interesting. Forgot about that one. Jack Frost. Oh, wait, is that the one with uh, Michael Keaton? Oh, I love that mm-hmm. movie. Oh, I loved, I forgot about that movie. Um, Reese Witherspoon did a movie. What was it called? It was like something I can't remember. Um, Fred Claus. I forgot about that one too. Um, There's a reason for that. Ah, (laughs) I don't remember Deck the Hall. I don't remember that. Christmas with the Crank. Oh, that was with Jamie Lee Curtis, and yeah, I didn't like that. Nobody uh, did. That one. Yeah. That one actually mm. got backlash. A lot of people actively hated that film. What? Why? Why was it that bad? Because they were jerks. Oh, they were. Mm-hmm. Oh. The oh, idea. Cranks. Obviously, they're cranky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it wasn't because they were jerks. It's because here are two people that they have spent their whole lives doing Christmas for everybody else. They did mm-hmm. Christmas for their neighbors and for their kids and for their families. 
and their final uh-huh. kid has gone away to college, and they decide this year, you know what? Instead of doing the big Christmas thing, we're going to give ourselves this really nice vacation that we deserve. Okay. And the whole idea in the film is that everybody gets mad at them for wanting this one tiny thing for themselves. Their neighbors are angry because you're going to have one house that's not going to have decorations in it. And the kids Mm. who weren't even going to be at home are angry because they think they're supposed to be some sort of traditional. And all of these people go around and make this poor couple who just want to go and and see the sun after all these years of doing for everybody else. They ask Mm -hmm. for one little thing, and they're made to be the villains. And literally the idea is because these people want this one tiny little thing for themselves, they're the bad guys. Because everybody should want to be aggressively into Christmas like the rest of us. And it's selfish not to. And a lot of people said, no, you know what? Screw that. Let them go on vacation. Leave them alone. They burned it. Well, now I want to watch it because that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. This is based on a John Grisham book. Yep. Wow. You know, John Grisham is a bigger dick than you'd think. Wow. I didn't know that. I want to watch this now. Let me write it down. Christmas with the cranks. They should be yeah, a lot made of to be villains. I just saw a new movie what, called Holiday. I enjoyed it. It wasn't that bad. It was inventive. It was funny. Yeah. I recommend. I recommend Holiday. Movie, the Schwarzenegger movie, uh, Jingle All the Way. Yes, I put that down, too. I put that down. I want to see that. It's okay. Definitely want to see That's that. another problem. For me, one of the things that I hate about a lot of modern country music is it panders to you rather than, how do I say this? It used to be when you would listen to like Hank Williams and Patsy Cline, they were talking about having their hearts broken, like really having their hearts broken. And they did mm-hmm. it and it was almost subtle. There was sort of a subtlety to it. They weren't, they they were, they were, it was always like, I'm sitting here and I'm crying in my beer and, you know, I'm never going to see you again and, and I'm sorry that I was untrue or that you were untrue. But they never actually, nowadays country music comes out and it goes, oh, my little dog got run over by a car and but feel sorry for me. And it's it's so overwhelmingly, cloyingly hitting you in the head with, mm. you know, you're, this is how you're supposed to feel. And as a writer, I really hate that. You should show the person who's listening or watching and not tell them. And with a lot of mm-hmm. Christmas movies, and this is one of the reasons, it's not that I don't really like Christmas. One of the reasons that I don't like Christmas movies is because they tend to hit you over the head and go for the, uh, anybody can kick a dog to get a reaction out of you. It's right. cheap and it's easy. And I feel like most Christmas movies that they make are just kicking dogs. They're they're not mm. actually trying to tell you this nuanced story that allows you to come to the conclusions. They're really telling you how to feel. Like Christmas with the Kanks, Cranks. These people don't want to be do Christmas, so they're evil. And even Awful. though we can look at it intellectually and go, that's not true. They're not evil for not wanting to do it. They're not letting all these people down. They don't owe these people anything. Uh-huh. That 
it, it tries to tell you how to feel. It's like my mm. favorite books ever are the Dune series. I've read them 20 times, all, of, mm-hmm. all, all six of them. And one of the things I love about them is they're nuanced. <clears throat> Frank Herbert never tells you this person is bad. <clears throat> he tells you what they do and lets you decide whether or not they're bad. Uh. It's never, he's never overt in what they do, and his characters are very complex because sometimes the villains do things for very interesting reasons. You know, they, they feel uh. betrayed or, or whatever. He justifies it. <clears throat> so when you look at them, you understand who they are, but you have to make your own judgment calls. His son, on mm-hmm. the other hand, if he makes him want to kill somebody and hate somebody, he kills a baby. He has him kill a baby. That's easy. I can make anybody hate anybody because they killed a baby. I can't make you hate somebody because they asked their friend to do a favor and it cost that person a lot and that person never acknowledged it. That is a much deeper sort of thing and it's more complex. And I feel like most most Christmas movies are just this oversimplification and and this cloying saccharine sort of thing. So I tend to avoid them. Mm. At the end of Scrooge, my favorite part of Scrooge, and this is like really weird for me, it, I love the comedy, I love the darkness, but my my very favorite part of the movie is when his secretary comes out at the end and she she says, Put a little love in your heart. That is the feel-good moment. And it's not, <laughs> it, it's, it's, you know, it's like when Bill Pullman stands up and does the speech. This is our Independence Day. Uh-huh. It, it has real cachet. And most Christmas movies simply don't. Yeah. Agreed. And, and that's why I dislike them. Oh, I get it. I get it. Totally. That's my rant. Okay. Rant away. Um, or the, the Hallmark movie, you know, somebody is living in a, in a big city and she goes to the small town where she's taught how to mm-hmm. live. Fucking stuff. Mm-hmm. But it gets me every year. Every year it gets me. See, it doesn't to me. Um, go ahead. To me, it just it, it seems like you're going for the cheap pop. You are. <laughs> you know what to expect when you watch a Hallmark movie. It's not Oscar winning. It's sappy goodness for two hours. That's all. And, and I, I tend to like I, it. And, and which is awesome. I mean, I, I'm not saying that anybody's wrong for it. Hmm. I think that people should be allowed to want whatever they want, like whatever they want, like, you know? Mm-hmm. I would never say get rid of the Hallmark Channel and all their small team movies. This is not for me. And I'm sure that there are a lot of people out there who don't want to watch, you know, Killer Christmas with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to um, pass on the Killer Christmas. I don't really enjoy it. I don't enjoy this horror that. This is kind of a thing in my life because I'm involved pretty heavily in fandom, working at yeah. GameStop and being a horror writer and and all of this sort of stuff. And the truth is, many years ago in fandom, it was a place where we all went because 
the real world didn't accept us. So mm-hmm. we were all really nice to each other. And we yeah. don't do that anymore. It has been, it has become really nope. mainstream. So you have a lot of mainstream people. And I belong to, I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan, Final Fantasy Seven, And I belong to a group which is called Cloud Plus Eris. Because I like the artwork. I'm, Aerith and Cloud are my two are two of my favorite characters, and I like getting the artwork. But there is this mm-hmm. huge argument over there on, on which one's more important, which one's more likely for Cloud to fall in love with, Aerith or Tifa. And these people fight over this and are mean to one another, like vicious, and you know, I, I hope you die kind of stuff. And I got on there the other day, and I said, I said, you know, I think that it's unreasonable that that we're doing this. This isn't what fantasy is supposed to be about. Where I'm here because I enjoy this, not because I want to make anybody else not enjoy it. The way that it's written, the way that any good thing is written, that you can have your own fantasy about it. If you want to mm-hmm. see Cloud and Tifa together, great. Yeah. You can justify that in your head and enjoy that. And I want you to enjoy that. And likewise, mm-hmm. if it's Cloud or Aerith or whoever, whatever two characters you want to put together, you should be able to and not have to be attacked right. online by anybody. Right. And, you know, I think that's something really important that we're we're missing. Everybody in the world seems to think that, you know, well, if I don't like something, clearly it's not good. I don't like Hallmark movies, but if somebody else does, by God, make them. By God, watch right. them. You know, Anything that gives you joy. Look at the world that we're in. Why would you take away somebody else's joy? I don't care who they think some fictional character's sleeping with. And then I went too far. Don't do this in fandom unless you're really ready to, you know, unless you're like me and you don't really don't give a fuck what these people think. This girl comes out. I, I I said that, and after that, she's like, "Well, if you're so into Claris and uh, 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 Cloud and Tifa, you didn't prove that they would be together." And I said, "Okay, sweetheart, in the first place, I didn't say that I thought that they should be together. I really don't have an opinion. I, I, I have my preferences, but I don't have an opinion. And secondly, it doesn't really matter because, and don't say this, they don't exist. <laughs> They're not. Oh." They're not real. You know that, right? Mm. They're not real people. 45-minute right. diatribe. Oh, my God. She went off. What do you mean went they're off. not real? Of course they're real. No, no, no. No, baby. No. That's called mental illness. Mm. They are not real. Well, they prove they're not real. I don't, I don't have to prove they're you not have real. To. I don't, yeah. They, they, they don't exist. They're wow. characters on Wow, so, someone really took it too far. And they do, and it terrifies me. And it's that's always been a part of fandom. And and it's anything that's escapist like this, because your Hallmark movies and your Christmas movies, any kind, I know mm-hmm. people who watch Christmas movies all year long because they want to live in mm-hmm. Santa Land all year long. It's, yeah, it, I can understand. It terrifies me. But we have to learn how to accept that it's okay for people to have whatever preferences they like in Christmas movies, and that we probably shouldn't make fun of other people. True. 
unless it's in the kitchen. As we, um, what's that? Nothing, nothing. I was, I was being a jerk. Don't be jerk. Um, as we wrap up, what are what is your Eva Mendez moment? What what's something good that happened in the past couple of weeks or months that you're like, oh, that felt good? Oh, please, you know what that is. Yesterday, I know I what it is, movie. but I don't want to say it. Yesterday, I pitched a movie to a producer, and he wants to see it. So I did a successful pitch. Boom. Boom. Mine would be, um, I watch the talk every day since 2014, 2015. And this week, they've been bringing up transgender issues and Cheryl Underwood has been very um, vocal about supporting us and I decided to tweet her and she actually followed me so having this talk show host that I've been watching for six years follow me on social media was just like oh my gosh I could die I felt so good because she's in my, my bedroom every day and it's just, I don't know. It was a surreal moment. That was, that was awesome for me. So, any shout-outs you want to give before we um, wrap this up tonight? All the really great guys, all the really wonderful people at Studio 32. I mean, they were very sweet. Um, I, they, they sent me this message, and they said, your thing is going to be at, at 12.50, but I wasn't paying attention, and I didn't pay attention to the fact that it was – uh, Pacific Standard Time. So oh. I'm freaking out at 12:50, and I emailed them, and they instantly came back to me, and they were like, they were like, um, um, uh, oh, you know, it's, it's Pacific Time, calm down. And I'm like, yeah, and you know, I had a dirt moment, and they spent the mm-hmm. rest of the day, dirt. we spent the rest of the day laughing around, but they really, for thirty-five dollars, they got me in front of a producer. Nice. That's the deal. Nice. I might have to do that then. Um, I know, right? That's amazing. Um, I have three shout-outs. Okay. I will talk about it after. I have three shout-outs. One to my new friend, Risa, who I met on TikTok. She's become invaluable. She's amazing. My other friend, Jolie, who actually moved to Nicaragua. Um, He's having a ball, and he's living up his best life. So, mwah to him. And my other one would be my friend James Crowley, who um, he's a newer friend. I met him, gosh, last month. And we totally clicked the moment we met. And I didn't want to because I thought he was going to be somebody that I'd work with. And we're not working together. So we became friends. And those are my three. I feel like I'm repeating myself because I just said this earlier, but. It didn't get recorded, so. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's it. Any final words before we go? Um, you know, hold on to joy when you find it. Mm, every day yeah, find something agreed. that makes you a little joyful. Mm-hmm. And look for it. Actively get up every day and say, I'm going to find one thing today that gives me joy. Because you find what you look yep. for. Yep. Agreed. Uh, final words from me. 
if you can do for other people, do. Yep. So what I mean by that is I had, um, and I do this on the regular, I had a $10 bill to pay for my $5 coffee. I left the rest of the five for the person behind me and drive up. I did that this week too. I was at Panera and uh, I looked at the girl yeah. and I said, how much is the person behind me? She said the same as yours. I said, give that one too. Do that one too. Like it's $5. That $5 yeah. could be gas money. Like that could be gas money they save by me paying for them. I clearly didn't need the $5. So let me just give this person behind me the five and I'll just be on my way. Just if you can help you know, somebody else do it. You know? It doesn't even have to be, it doesn't even have to be money. It could be, there, no. there, it's like there was a guy who he said that he was, he said he's walking down the street one day and he, he walked mm-hmm. past this guy and he looked him in the eye and he nodded and he smiled at him. He took a few steps, mm-hmm. and the guy turned around and said, excuse me, mister. And he said, what? And he said, I wanted you to know that I had this, that I had been feeling invisible, like nobody looked at me, and I was going to kill myself, <gasps> and I'm not going to do it because you looked at oh me. Oh, my gosh. Um, another thing, like, wow. this is something I love doing because I work retail. I know how to say please and thank you and hello and okay. goodbye in a ton of different mm-hmm. languages. And I'm very conscious oh. of other people's cultures. So, like, tonight we had this lady from Jamaica come in, and she was wearing the, the Bob Marley colors in the whole nine yards. And I could tell she was a Rastafarian. And when she left, as she was leaving, I said, one love. And she turned around and she said, one love. And I said, or is it all, all hell, Holly Selassie? And she grinned and she said, that's it, all hell, Holly Selassie the first. And she, she said, one love, I am loving this. And her whole demeanor changed, just acknowledging that you know something about who she is. Um, One year, uh, it was Ramadan, and I was working retail, and we had a lot of Muslim customers. And when they would come in, as they would leave, I would say, and I hope you have a blessed Ramadan. And every single one of them would turn at me, and their eyes would get huge, and they would go, thank you so much. Not because I was blessing their Ramadan, but because I understood that it was a holy Mm. Mm month. Just reach out a little. Just those tiny things can make somebody's life better. Today, when I was mailing a package to my friend, this, I was leaving and this lady was was coming in and I held open the door for her and she said, thank you. Have a great holiday. And I'm like, oh my God. I go, yeah. yeah, you too. I was so shocked. Like, who says that? Little tiny. It doesn't have Little. to cost money and it doesn't have to yeah. be huge and it doesn't have to take time. Yeah. And nowadays, whenever, um, when I was growing up, I used to feel so uncomfortable around other black people just because I got called white. People judged me because I was gay. Now I'm, that I'm black and trans and fully in my own world, I don't bow my head down. I don't look down when I see another black person. I smile because I don't know what, the, what will happen. Now, black people nod. Black yep. people, since June, I've noticed. Black people see me and they nod. Yep. It's almost like we got you. We got each other. I don't know. But it's and it's, it's funny. It's a nice feeling. It's it's I get to I I I having lived in the South and been around it so much, I spend a lot of my time acknowledging and being nice to black people and calling them sir or madam and and being polite. 
And I get a lot of smiles mm-hmm. from black people, too, which is nice, but I notice it doesn't go all the way. A lot of white people don't. It's because mm-hmm. I am reaching out to them. Mm-hmm. And I, I told you what I did the other day. scared the crap out of myself. I, I turned on my police, my, my, I turned on my phone when that cop was there. But mm-hmm. I, it scared the hell out of me, but I was not going to let anything happen. Yeah, I'm glad you did, though, because that needed to be done. I'm glad you did. It did. And it would have escalated if you didn't. So I'm, I'm yep. glad you did, and I'm sure the person that was going through that is happy you did, too. So, so that's all we got today. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. And, of course, catching up. We obviously will be talking offline, but... Yeah, appreciate you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Sorry for the late show, but one love, baby. <laughs> late show. <laughs> Have a good night, everyone. Take care. Still thirsty for more tea? Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Spilled Tea PC. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Spilled Tea.